You are listening a Red FM original. Guts, glory, gumption. The voice of Indian sports with Rika Roy on the Red FM podcast network. Thank you very much, Rijes, for joining me on this uh, podcast. Well, uh, the Indian hockey captain back at the helm of affairs. Uh, how does it feel? Because you know you were reappointed as the captain of the team on the tour that you just went it's always uh, a really happy and honor to be part of the national hockey team first of all and secondly when you are named as the captain then that is that is give you some of uh, influence of honor uh, and some kind of a uh, leadership uh, thing in the team so when i named as the captain again in, with this team i took this uh, privilege to you know develop the young buds uh, those who are coming into this leadership group so if you take in the last tournament Yeah, definitely the senior players were the Birendra Lakra or Akash Deep Singh. But still, if you compare the other guys, Mandeep, uh, Harman, uh, Surendra, so this time when I when I be with the team, I I try to develop these people. I gave them more responsibility so that they can in in future they can turn into a very good leader. So basically, you you figured out a leadership group within the group and uh, help them flourish. Is that what you did? Yes, definitely. We normally we do have a pattern of uh, getting five or six members into a leadership group, but uh, in a tour, sometimes the leaders might miss the tour, maybe because of injury or uh, maybe uh, coach wanted to rest them. I, I founded my own uh, core group, a uh, leadership group, so that at least I can discuss things, I can give them, you know, more responsibilities, so that they feel it like on the on and off the field, they feel the responsibility and they play up to their mark. So yeah, you you can say that a leadership group we formed. Uh, Shrijesh, you have been a part of the team for fifteen years. That's over a decade now. You've seen the transition of Indian hockey. Yes. Where would you say it stands uh, today? There are a lot of up and downs during this fifteen or sixteen years career because I came uh, into the national probable scene in the in in from the juniors. Uh, that's in two thousand two. That is almost nineteen years now. So when I started up, uh, the the hockey is totally totally different than now because in in those time it's more about skills, you know, it's more about how good you are with hockey stick and ball. Uh, but uh, over the period, it's changed into more physical, it's changed into more tacticals, it's more get got more into strategy ways. I mean, gradually we also improved. So in, we got the first our international coach, that's Jose Brasa. Uh, so he came and he introduced European style of hockey to us, which was new for us because the different style of defense, the different style of attack, the uh, constructive way of playing hockey. So from there, uh, he introduced us the basics of uh, European style of hockey. He changed our way of holding the stick. So we we learned hockey from the basics, and then you see from there, uh, it's been uh, I think six or seven or maybe ten coaches. So uh, gradually, we improved a lot and. Hockey India, they introduced Hockey India League, and uh, when the international player came into India, and our youngsters and all the international players got an opportunity to play with the top players in the world, so that's also helped us to learn how the top players behave, how the top players prepare himself, mm-hmm. how the top players take the leadership during a meeting or during a halftime talk or off the field. So that helped our players to groom themselves into that international, you know, mentality. Rajesh, would you say the generation that came after you, the younger yeah. lot, they straight came into and learned the European style hockey. They did not have to learn, unlearn, unlike your generation of players who had to relearn a few things 
after the European coaches yes, came to yes, India. Yes, definitely. Because now generation, they just be with one or two coaches. So they, they don't need to get confused during a training session or in a tournament. Because if you ask me, mm. I do have a ton style of uh, 10 ways of uh, facing one problem. But for them, there is only one or two. So it is quite easy for them to choose the right one. The current coach says, <laughs> choose it. But for me, mm. it is like, Are, uh, mm. coach, I mean, which one I need to take? That's the mm. thing which, which is good for these players because they are not confused much and they are getting the mm. best explosion. Now, I think in, in those days, we used to play very really less tournaments. But now it's like every every second month or every third month, we used to play one or two tournaments. So that match experience gives them more what, what says experience. Yeah, definitely that match experience gives them more confidence to play high-intense matches. That is one of the reasons why we are standing in the top four now. You rightly said there is no practice like match practice. You on February 28 was the first time you, you know, faced off against a team outside uh, your own because you were yeah. training in a bubble. Outside of the Indian team, you faced another team and that was a break of 370 yes. days. Tell me, how did you take this break? What were you doing during this time? See, that, that one period, that almost one year or more than one year, it was all about us. First four, four months, it was quite hard. I mean, for us, like you, same, I mean, sitting in the room, uh, not allowed to go out, not doing any team activities, you know, our movements are restricted. We did, did our training, mm-hmm. but in patches. So we get into small, small groups, we train. I think the best part, what we utilized during this time is we analyzed our own performance, you know. The best part is that we checked our previous uh, hockey pro league matches. We checked our previous uh, international matches. So we found out where we, we lacked, why we lost that match, what all mistake we done. So we had a perfect view about what we are now. And second thing is that in the team, we are together for 24 into 7. We are in the same hostel. We are in the same atmosphere. You are not go- allowed to go out. So that's helped us to understand each other really well. Now I knew, okay, my defender will do this. In this situation, he he can, wh- what is his plus and what is his minus? That mm. helped me to uh, anticipate the situation, and anticipate his movement, then, you know, react according to that. So I think the last one year, it was all about us. And definitely we did our homework about the opponents as well. We watched their matches. So we knew which all players are playing in the opponent team, what is their quality, how they are going to perform. I mean, I know we utilized this one, that one year mm-hmm. just to improve our knowledge. Because, you know, you were in a bubble, pretty much cut off from the rest of the world. You were not seeing what's happening elsewhere. Rajesh, was there any ever any doubt within you or within the senior group in the team whether uh, you know you will be back to playing hockey at the top level again see definitely we, we, we never doubted this because we believe in our system we believe believe in our process the way we work really hard and the way we look forward we had the hope that okay uh, olympics going to happen and next year we are we are mm-hmm. going to play the pro league so that was our hope you know that was our faith we we will get an opportunity to play so that will mm-hmm. when you don't see anything nearby you you need to have a dream you need to have something right. to, yeah aim to you know drag yourself get that confidence get that energy to you know push yourself so everyone kept olympics as their target aim to perform mm-hmm. really well so every day when you are on the field off the field when you are doing a uh, intense uh, physical activity you always think that ultimately we want to perform really well in Olympics mm. games. So that's give us the energy and motivation. You've been living the Olympic dream for a very long time now. Rajesh, you prepared for the 2020 Olympic Games and then it got postponed to 2021. 
how is it for an athlete when one prepares to peak during the games or in one year and then it doesn't happen then you prepare for another peak so how is it like preparing for these peaks this is uh, one of uh, the toughest thing because when you know that okay another three more months your tournament is going to happen suddenly that everything changed and they says that okay we are postponing it for one more year then everything become a blank for us i think it took mm. one or two months to understand that okay realize that okay olympics is not happening in three months we we need to wait for another one more year and mm. because we were in a pinnacle of our performance you know we were, right. we beat all the top three teams in the world in the pro league and mm. we were in, in we in a high confidence and we were ready to meet up anybody in any tournament suddenly we we got a stuck and mm. we says okay there is no road to go you have to you need to stop now okay there, there was a negative period the first one month i guess so it's feeling like are yaar aise kyu ho gaya so we missed it are yaar aise ho gaya to hum log acha kar sakta tha then mm-hmm. we turned into 180 degree it says that okay now is an opportunity for us to train harder so we are mm-hmm. getting one more year to train so that mm-hmm. will help us to come up with more energy that will help us to prepare really well better than this time so that in next year olympics we will keep that hope high and we will try to finish in the podium and that's i mean you know anyways you need to find some uh, source of energy to push yourself so uh, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> we we just turn that negativity into positivity we said yeah another one more year we got a good opportunity we can work really hard that sounds really nice now you resume your playing uh, against an international team in the in the tournament that you just played in germany did you get a measure of uh, your a real measure of your olympic opponents uh, when it comes to a test series the opponent and even us also they, we always try to uh, to experiment lot of things so th- mm-hmm. this is like a pre test uh, before the exams so uh, whatever things you want to try whatever things you want to experiment whatever I mean a plus point negative point so this is a place where you can analyze yourself so i think mm-hmm. that what we learned from last one year we try to apply during this tournament some matches we play i mean different system some matches we we try to uh, do a defensive style of game some matches we go for attacking style of game so that we can just check ourselves that okay our system is working good or it's a flop system or whether we need to improve anything or we need to change right. anything I think this uh, tournament was really good for us because we didn't lose any match we got to draw and we won two mm-hmm. matches so that's a confidence booster but we can't say that okay we are in a really good shape but we are so happy that our system is working well and we mm-hmm. came up with a very good performance Sujesh who do you think will be your toughest opponent at the Olympic games Like in, in Olympics all the mm-hmm. teams are tough you can't point mm. out that okay uh, oh, australia is going to be tough you know <laughs> only belgium is going to be tough because in that situation every country mm. comes to olympics to win a medal and they knew mm. that okay after this opportunity they need to wait another four more years to play olympics they are going to put 200% of their performance to win a medal when you are in the in the olympics games it's all about you you need to look at yourself what you're doing and after a match you need to check yourself that how well you played okay you should not give any chance to regret are yaar i could have done like that mm-hmm. no. so mm-hmm. olympics is the place where you need to check you are your best opponent you need to fight with yourself and you need to do the best what you can do to perform better in olympics games as a captain how do you assess uh, your team's chances see the performance what we are doing now it's a really good constantly we are improving so that's a plus point so far i think it's only four matches we played and the four matches we done wonderful 
wonderful i mean we done a wonderful job but the another four months we are going to play i think almost 10 pro league matches and after that maybe a couple of test series that is going to give us you know clear picture where we are going to stand in the olympics game but still i believe that the top 6 teams in the world have got a chance to you know get a medal i mean in anywhere i mean you know gold silver or bronze but yeah you are a candidate for that mhm whoever uh, has a good match day is able to win the medal it's always like that but tell me something um, you know you've been with the national team for over 15 years now what's been the secret of your longevity i think one thing is that never get satisfied because once you get satisfied with your performance then i always believe that that is the end of your progress and uh, second thing is uh, ready to accept things because mm. uh, i mean you know you can advise, i mean you know uh, knowledge from all the ways so sometimes you can't be a prejudice just you know stick with your own uh, decision sometimes you need to you need to read, i mean you, know, you you should should accept things or you should try to change yourself you know uh, and when you change it that will help you to improve furthermore so uh, i think these three things help me to you know stay here for such a long time you are just giving ma- management lessons to everyone right now sridesh <laughs> uh, uh, i think it's the right point that i ask you to give your message for the youngsters for the next generation to just get indian hockey back to its glory days what is it that they need to do there's only one thing you don't need to compare yourself with anybody that's a, the mm. main thing when you are in the national team you just compare yourself with you or you are when you are training you just compare yourself with you because you know that okay, i can do better so mm. try to do your best on the field and next time when you okay i can give an example so if if you if i am running with a ball with a hockey stick and if i cover 10 meters uh, in 10 seconds so next time try to mm. cover it by 9 seconds and next time you can cover it by 8 seconds so you just self analyze yourself so that is the mm-hmm. important part and if you are doing good ultimately that is a plus point for your team so everyone i mean 11 members in your team are doing good and they are giving 100% that means you are going to win the match and your team is going to get a medal really what do you want a medal and individually you cannot win it because you need to get the support from your teammates so give your 100% just looking at yourself that is the best way to contribute to your team during a match professionally you've told me what it takes to get there be there personally what kind of sacrifices are needed to you know just hang out there for such a long time there's a quote is always says that when you feel like quitting just remember why did you start it so the same way mm. what is your ultimate aim is so your aim is to play for your country so what you need to do that so for me i i think I, it took 2 years for me to get into the national team in the juniors because i was in standby i used to attend the camp i used to go back i never got selected so that's took 2 mm-hmm. years for me to get into the junior team under 21 mm-hmm. team then after i played for the junior team i waited almost 4 years i for to get into the senior team so this is how the things work and lot of times uh, you don't have a proper kit you don't uh, you don't have the proper facilities you can't i mean you know you mm-hmm. are not financially healthy to meet with your sports expenditure so uh, this is the time where you you were you need to think okay dream about uh, the bigger picture playing for the country in the olympics games playing for the country in the world cup playing in asian games commonwealth so that will give you the energy to uh, you know overcome these obstacles so mm-hmm. that, that is the main important thing if you see if i mean in a, in a team there might be people 
they don't like you they make a bad comment on you they make a negative comment on you they mm-hmm. might fight with you so these mm-hmm. all things happen that's a natural thing but mm-hmm. ultimately what is your dream what what do you want to achieve that is important mm-hmm. so give importance to the things which you can control rather than which you cannot control right uh, you you spoke about a very important thing it's about finances of the players some are financially well off some don't have the means to support themselves when they start out so just let me ask you has the scene changed a little bit from the time you were starting out to now the youngsters today the ones who are at the junior level and shown some kind of promise is there enough support coming for them Yes, I think that now the government came up with a lot of programs. Hello India, every individual player is getting ten thousand uh, per month or more than that money, and in a year they are getting uh, almost five lakhs rupees. So, which is uh, financially they are getting a support to meet with their sports expenditure. And uh, second thing is now they are coming up with a lot of tournaments. So, uh, mm-hmm. playing experience is one of the vital part to to develop. I mean, a motivated player. so uh, i think the government part is doing really great and over to that hockey india also initiated a lot of things so now you can see the juniors nationals or seniors nationals there are two categories so mm-hmm. before it used to be only the state teams but they make it like two nationals so that they get you know uh, sufficient match experience and and now they started with the academy nationals so if you are in an academy your academy team can participate in the nationals and even the state uh, sports i mean uh, state associations also having i mean i believe that they are having sufficient fund to support the players the i mean my place uh, in kerala they they give sticks to the youngsters those who wanted to play hockey so uh, the things are changes but still uh, i think we need to give more importance to the grassroots level where we need to you know to train the coaches about the latest technology latest uh, i mean way of training and we need to give more grounds we are lacking astroturf in india because mm-hmm. uh, if you compare holland with india i mean mm-hmm. you know I, i believe in holland it's more than 1500 hockey mm-hmm. turf i mean you know when it comes to india it's almost 300 or 350 still the youngsters are uh, playing on the grass or uh, chat ground so i mean mm-hmm. except that rest of things mm-hmm. we are doing perfectly good mm-hmm. tell me what about you guys do you guys have enough support from sai and hockey india now the the national team of course they are well looked after but you know apart from playing tournaments traveling there are other things involved like looking after you physically mentally emotionally is that happening yes yes definitely i mean now we we are based in sai bangalore center and this place is really you know i think it's an eco friendly for us because it's a huge place it's almost 60 or 70 acres property so we got a very nice hostel here and we do have the facilities of going for a swimming gym we do have a medical center here and definitely if it some some major injury happens then this uh, sai always have a, i mean you know they provided good facilities with uh, outside hospital so they will take mm-hmm. us to there and mm. uh, you have a hydro center here for recovery they they mm. build a new gym for us okay. build a new changing room for us so i think mm. from the side they are doing the best part to to help us to perform really well mm-hmm. in terms of uh, you know giving you other support like uh, nutrition like uh, mental training did that happen during the lockdown that when you were not playing actively you were given support of a mental trainer how did the government help you really during this free period we never had that kind of facilities like the mental part uh, because uh, everyone got a different approach towards their mind setup you know psychological mm-hmm. way for me i spend most of the time reading a book so that's helped mm-hmm. me to concentrate on myself 
but mm-hmm. uh, most of the people they don't like to sit with a psychologist and talk to them they find out their, their own way to you know uh, spend their time or get get out from that what is a sitting in the room for 24 hours it's like a punishment mm-hmm. but still they found a way to get out from that playing games or watching any series that help them to spend more time but in mm-hmm. the other way the nutrition i think in the center there are a lot of athletes i mean those who already qualified for olympics we do have ncoi people here we do have two or three nutritionists here they always go and check the food so they always keep that okay the food quality is up to the mark Mhm you mentioned about injuries injuries have been a big part of your life also how was it that you have overcome not only physically but you know emotionally mentally to be back to the field 100% that, that was the best period of my life i believe that because uh, till that injury i was feeling like hockey was everything for me i mean i, I never imagined a life after hockey you know i couldn't mm-hmm. imagine it because uh, then mm-hmm. when if i started to think about retirement or stopping the game then i feel, i used to get my, you know my my heart rate used to go high i used mm. to get panic i used to get are kya karu i mean i used to get blank then suddenly there was a situation you know when you are on peak of your performance suddenly one day you are injured and tomorrow you are not playing anymore hockey that really took some time for me to understand i took that situation in a different way so the, the situation happened like this so i got an injury i took an mri came to my room so the next day morning coach came and told me three it's a serious injury i thought he was joking mm. then i said coach mm. don't joke so he said mm. no sir i'm not joking there's a serious injury you got mm. a grade 3 acl mcl and meniscus so that means mm. your your knee is gone then the sudden things came to me like i don't know i cried i cried for two minutes then i said coach what is next so he said mm. uh, sri uh, you need to wait here and we will go back to india we will meet a doctor we will make sure that uh, you undergo a surgery and you re- um, you know reconstruct it and you can mm. play back i mean come back in 6 months or 8 months right so that's the first information which i got and the next thing what i done i started to read about that uh, injury so h- what mm. can you do how can you come back what all mm. things you need to do then i i talked to the uh, talked to a lot of physios about this their rec- i mean rehab procedure so mm. uh, that is the time i realized that okay this is the time to educate yourself you need to learn mm. things so i learned mm. about the injury i met the doctors i discussed with them i done that surgery uh, during mm. that time uh, i think uh, that's the time my son born okay so okay. I, i spent some quality time with him okay yeah. that's also helped me to distract myself mm. rather than mm. worrying about my injury that's mm. helped me to distract myself and so that's give me some positive energy mm. then mm-hmm. after 3 weeks i started to do the rehab sessions so mm. that is the time i started to read a lot of books so open adragasi's book so i mm-hmm. read during that period and he also mm. faced a lot of injuries and right. he also bounced back he played really well after that so that gives gives you the energy then mm-hmm. i was thinking about the other way so what else i can do as a person so you mm. can take care of your family you can talk to your friends you can mm. think about your uh, you know job you can think about your education what you want to do well, mm. you can think about what a profession you can get into you can be a right. professional speaker you can be a mm. coach you can be a manager mm. you can be a overall uh, administrator so mm. the the possibilities of your life then i found it mm. like oh sri there is a life after hockey because mm. uh, last 20 years i started hockey in 2000 so last 20 years i'm playing hockey and i didn't i, I was not thinking about anything else but you suddenly, haven't looked beyond yes exactly th- there was no situation came you know mm. and now i am seeing the opportunities i mean mm. you know hell number of opportunities and mm. then i felt like okay even if i am not coming back into the team 
I got opportunities. I am going to do better. So that's give me energy. I made a promise to myself. I said, anything happens, I am going to wear that jersey for one more time. That is my commitment towards me. And I said that okay, this is what I am going to do. And another in eight months, I came back into the team. I played in two thousand eighteen January against uh, New Zealand. So yeah, that's what it's happened. That's really inspiration, and I'm. I can tell you, a lot of youngsters will be listening to you on this podcast and getting inspired by your story. Shri, I'll have to ask you that you know, being a hockey player was not uh, your first priority. Perhaps when you started out, you aspired to be a jumper, a volleyball player, yes. and along the line, you changed the direction, and then yes. hockey happened to you. That's a. Uh... Really funny thing you don't believe. So uh, when I was in my school level uh, before getting into a sports hostel, uh, I was an athlete. So in in Kerala, you know that uh, athletes are really good. But uh, right. I was not aware. I, I was never never heard of hockey during my school time. Because of my athletic performance, I got selected mm-hmm. into a sports school. It's called Jivaraja Sports School. So where mm-hmm. I am first introduced into hockey. Mm-hmm. So I joined sports school uh, as a short putter. So mm-hmm. uh, I was a thrower that time. And when I joined, wow. there, I, I was like a, a five feet boy. Okay, five feet, five <laughs> okay. literally. When I joined there, I saw the kids are like five eight or five nine with huge body. They are standing next mm-hmm. to me, and they are also doing the same sport. Mm-hmm. Then I felt like, Sri, there is no chance you can win a mm-hmm. medal against these people. Mm-hmm. You know that mm-hmm. is what first mm-hmm. you think. I never had that kind of sportsmanship or sportsman spirit during that time. So I thought it's mm-hmm. all shortcut. Mm. Then I thought, no, no, no! I want to change this game. Mm. Then I went to try volleyball. Mm-hmm. I mean, that that's also doesn't help me because I was the only one who doesn't know anything about volleyball. Then I mm-hmm. tried to try some basketball. I went to football. So everywhere. So I you played like, pretty much all the sports that were available in this. Exactly, school. exactly, exactly. I try. I I put my hand wherever. Well, in whichever area <laughs> it's possible, then I feel like, "Are no, yeah, this is not my, this is not my sports." Then, mm-hmm. uh, then during that time, I met with one of the goalkeeper, mm-hmm. a, a hockey goalkeeper, and I was chatting with him. He said, "Swedish, come to hockey. There are a lot mm-hmm. of youngsters; those who are learning basics, so you can join them, and you can mm-hmm. uh, join the, the, I mean, you know, hockey team, and you can play for state team." So mm-hmm. ultimately, being a middle class family member, uh, mm-hmm. what came to your mind is that a job. So mm. he said, "Okay, you play for country, state, mm. not a country." He didn't mention the country. He said, "Play, you can play mm. for state, and you will mm. get a job." So mm. that's clicked me. Then the next day, I spoke with my coach. I joined hockey team. Then I started to play like wow. a normal defender. You know, the the normal player. Mm-hmm. So I got a stick. I started mm. to work. This thing is really quite hard. You know, bending down, mm. holding mm. the hockey stick, dribbling, rolling. Mm. So this is really tough. So I saw. One oh, four goalkeepers standing in the corner of the ground. They are just mm. enjoying. You know, they are mm. just kicking. They are not running. They are not doing mm. anything. Even in the game, they are just standing in the corner and just. I mean, are saving the balls. I'm What a phenomenal start. transformation story, Sridesh. <laughs> I mean, I can't imagine you being a little fat boy to a fantastic goalkeeper for the Indian hockey team. It's been it's such an incredible journey. And thank you very, very much for joining me on the podcast, uh, sharing your stories. And I hope that your stories go on to inspire many, many more kids who will pick up the hockey stick in the future. Keep shining and keep getting those medals for us. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. You were listening a Red FM original. Guts, glory, gumption. The voice of Indian sports with Rika Roy. 
on the Red FM Podcast Network.